Happy Sunday, May 26th, Memorial Day weekend. This is Coach Cage. I'm motivated to do this podcast to assist my seniors. My seniors, whether you be in Joliet Central or Joliet West, you may be in a Valley View district. You may go to Bowlingbrook, BHS. HHS, shout out to you. You may be in the River Valley Detention Center. All my kids that 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 I help and that assist me in conversation, and that are seniors, this is for you. The let me see what the topic, what the question is going to be, or the title. The title of this podcast is going to be. Things to help me out in my future. I got a email from one of my babies. You know who you are. I appreciate you, young lady. Your mentor is going to help you with this list. She asked me to write a list. I wanted to go ahead and transition into a podcast, so I will be sending it to her. But it will also be applicable to you all who are seniors who are getting ready to walk that stage this week. Congratulations. You have graduated from the building. But don't leave what you learned in the building there. All your academic and your social interactions, all the conflict that arose and that you were able to or that you were equipped to resolve. Remember those moments. Ponder on the memories and use those memories as stepping or not stumbling blocks, but stepping stones for your future. Number one, things to help me out in my future. God, number one. Especially those who are getting ready to go to college. You're getting ready to go into environments of people who have different belief systems. Some may believe in God, some may not. Some may believe in other religions. I will preface you to build authentic relationship with God. As I said in a previous podcast, I don't have the ability to steer you towards a specific religion which I don't subscribe to religion and that'll be a question that you would have to send me in an email Mr. Cage why don't you subscribe to religion I would give you a thorough explanation but that's not the point of this podcast itself the point of this statement is I don't have the ability to steer you but I want to steer you towards a relationship with God because he is truly your father I can speak that from my own life and from the life of tremendous people that I have the honor to be connected to. That's number one. Number two, don't deviate from your purpose. Your purpose is why. What is your why? Why are you here on planet Earth? Why are you going to college? Why do you make the decisions that you make? Once we filter and I'm saying we I want to say you but I'm using myself inclusively we must filter our decisions through our why my purpose example if I'm going to college and Mr. Kajif and me being Mr. Kajif I understand my purpose to educate and empower young people in the community abroad then the decision to do drugs is not even in consideration anything or any person that I yoke myself to 
that would take me out of my divine purpose the reason why I've been created I discard that's no that's not an option for me that's not an option for you you have to filter your decisions through that perspective also don't minimize decisions that you make because people will say well this is just or just sip a little bit or do a little bit of this or stay out after five or ten minutes those littles add up to plenties and then plenties transform to patterns of behavior once we take ease and do a little bit of something it can quickly transform into a tragedy and it'll throw you off your course for life and for you even going to school if that's what you're going to do that's my number two on the list number three you must have a mentor not saying a mentor that a person that's professing to be a mentor or a book (laughs) Because some people allow them to, some people use the thought of, I'm being mentored by this author by reading this book. No, everybody repeat after me. No, you cannot be mentored by a book. You could be mentored by the spirit of God that comes off the pages from the book into your life. But you need a physical person. You truly need a physical person because that person will be able to tailor their conversation to your specific scenario or phase in life and give you the the, the tools that is needed to overcome whatever obstacle or to position yourself to advance in another phase of life. You got me? Number four. You got to have a short-term goals. You must have short-term goals, but in order to have short-term goals, first, you must have a long-term vision. Your long-term vision will equate to your long-term goals. Then you're able to jot down and tabulate your short-term goals. Your short-term goals are goals that you desire to achieve on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, probably up to three months. Then from the three-month point, sir going past that you transition into long-term goals get your long-term goals first so i would say i will recant and go back on my statement and tell you that you need long-term goals as number four you write your long-term goal, long-term goals down what do you see yourself at in the next four years the next year the next two years three and four where do you see yourself at in your spiritual life mental, physical, social, emotional, financial. You can break those down. So if I can give you a schematic or a, a, a I want to use the word, I was going to use the word skit, but framework is a better word. Let me give you a framework on how to get this done. You got your short-term goals in the areas of the first year, second, third, or fourth. I'm talking to people that's going to college, but people that's not going to college, maybe going to another type of school, maybe a junior college or a vocational school, you can use this too, but also can be used in life. Therefore, you have year, years one, two, three, and four, and you write down year one, year two, year three, year four. Then underneath that, you want to put 
the area of life that it is your spiritual your mental your physical your social your emotional and your financial making sure that your goals are specific have a start date and the end date and have met and have the ability to be measured no general goals a goal that is general is a wish it's not even a dream it's a wish those are the those are part of the list for those are my list for you to help you in your future God your purpose have a mentor have long term goals and short term goals if you need any clarity feel free to reach out to me of course you can always reach me directly on the business line at 773-599-1133 or at at or at help me lord or on our email at divorce the past at gmail.com that's divorce d-i-b-o-r-c-e t-h-e-p-a-s-t at gmail.com i salute you great job and i encourage you i proclaim that you will be the best and not only what you do but you will be the best at who you are Today is June 8, 2019. This is the voice of Coach Cage. Good afternoon, good morning, and good evening to everybody that's listening to this episode of our podcast. I have no idea what this title is going to be. Hopefully, we'll come up with one after we finish. But I know. For certain, and as my friend would say, two for show, this is tailored towards parents right now in 2019, and also my students, my young ones, mentees, nieces, nephews, kids, god kids, whoever that I'm connected to. This is for you. I'm gonna make it as plain as possible, but also have to bring some analogies to connect my outcome with the examples that I'm going to share. The outcome of this podcast for us is to be to digest it, ask God to help us apply it and get the right application in order for us to have the outcome of fruit. It's important to have the right fruit, the right outcome, actions, attitudes, and behaviors in the life that God has given us because we have the tendency to say this is our life but it's true it's not we must have the correct outcome and that is godly character whether it be meekness whether it be patience whether it be integrity all these attributes are rooted in the nature and the character of who God is but on a practical level we want to have strong character strong integrity to be able to make sound decisions no matter who and what we're around or what obstacle we may be faced with or what pressure we may be experiencing at the moment and my question to everybody is right now in your life on your personal life 
your professional life and those who may be in high school or in college, your school life. Where are you? I want you to rate yourself on a scale from one to five. One being unacceptable, five being outstanding, three being meeting expectations or satisfactory. And this is a model that one of my fellow instructors blessed me with from Jolly Central. I've used this in different mentoring sessions with young people. And I wanted to give you this thought in order for your life to not not improve but for us to have a higher quality of life because when you improve something you add on to it but when the quality of your life changes then the life that you was under the impression that was yours transforms into a whole new and living way of thinking breathing moving responding this, that, and the third. I hate to say so on and so forth. Because I know we say that religiously. Well, back to the mention at hand. I want you to rate yourself from one to five in the areas of your personal life, professional life, school life, those who are in high school or just recently graduated, those who may be going into their sophomore or junior or senior year, and those who may be going into college. And the whole scope of this exercise is entitled the personal health inventory remember this is a a worksheet that I'm just bringing life to for us to have applicable principles and I give you this because when you go into a grocery store give you a, a situation Let's say, for example, you you shopping for your mom, your dad, grandma, grandpa, uncle, auntie. They send you to the store. Let's say, for example, Jewel. They ask you to get a can of corn. I want you to go to this Jewel, get one can of corn. They give you the keys. They give you the money. They send you to the store. When we go to the store, we look on the shelf. We go into the aisles and we find where the canned goods are. The question is, is when you find the can, good, of corn, you pick it up off the shelf, you go and buy it, and you take it back, and you find out that the expiration date on that can of corn is past due. You bring it back to your family members, what do they say? What would they say? I want you to think about this in your mind, and i give you about five of five to seven seconds to really internalize it you bring an expired can of corn to your mama your papa your uncle auntie what is their response their response is probably we can't use this because it's expired it's no good it's out of date it's past due and I give you this commentary for consideration because as parents, we really have to get help in assessing our thoughts, our actions, behaviors, and attitudes 
because our kids internalize these behaviors and some of the behaviors that we reflect are productive some of them are counterproductive some are up to date and some are expired and my focus is on the expired because in order for us to get where we're trying to go we have to identify where we are the counterproductive attributes or characteristics but also the counterproductive characteristics and attributes, behaviors, thoughts, and attitudes that would hinder us from growing, not aging, not going, but growing internally in terms of maturation or maturity. Silent pause. I want you to consider these thoughts. It's important, it's very important because as society continues to fluctuate up and down with the trends, one minute this is in, one minute that is in, integrity is going to be the catalyst for those who are truly successful according to their God-given identity, purpose, and destiny, the ability to be able to stand firm on a solid foundation and not waver on the opinions of saying. My encouragement to parents that are parents now or parents in the future is to build on a solid foundation. Find out what that means. Feel free to throw a question out to me via email at divorcethepast at gmail.com or you can always reach out to somebody that you feel comfortable with and that you trust where are you and where do you decide to go what are the obstacles in thought and behavior and attitude that's hindering us from maturing because I can tell you from my personal life there was a I was going to use upheaval but there was a blockage from any type of financial resource in my life on a larger scale because of not maturing to the point where when the finances got released or the opportunities got released or the people that I was supposed to help got released because of immaturity that was present we had the tendency to focus more on talent skill set proficiency than we do on character and that brings what's called adultery or idolatry, the worship of an item, idea, person, place, a thing as God. Closing the conversation in the podcast. It is pivotal. It is of utmost importance that we reflect the correct. Let me scratch that. The image of truth, because if we don't, our children suffer they may not be they may not be experiencing the suffering in the moment but long term the confrontation or the conflict will come to them because they're going to run into people that carry truth and some of the lies and the false misconceptions that we build our lives upon will be challenged and that's going to equate to people being frustrated and not knowing what direction to take but there will be people that be raised up 
to help those people to be a light in a dark place. This is Senor Cage. Me amo Senor Cage. Mucho gusto. Thank you. This is Coach Cage. Nice to meet you. This is your first time listening. And for those who support, I love you to pieces. Feel free to share this podcast with at least two or three people and be open. Not meant to be a challenge or degrading in any or derogatory or degrading in any form or fashion. But my main concern is about us as a community reflecting the right image in order for our kids to have something to stand upon, not what the societal norms is, but what the norms are rooted in truth, rooted in Christ, and rooted in the revelation of their true identity. Have an awesome week and an awesome week. We will talk with you very, very, very soon. How to Motivate My Teenager Part 3 Senior Cage Coach Cage With a Another podcast As a support system For parents Aunties, uncles Helping them out Helping them out Keeping our teens motivated We'll touch on three Methods or strategies today going in order number one reward them will be the first method that we touch upon two is reward them again and last but not least will be teach them your language and as a foundational conversation that I will share with everyone on this awesome June 9th 2019 day Sunday summer is here our kids are out of school let the summertime begin but let's not allow what we call the educational circles summer slip to take place some of the skills that they are young people teenagers and some younger we don't want them to slip back into the same state they were before they entered the last school year. Uh, Reading is important. First, I bought some books at the Dollar Tree and been passing them out to my immediate circle of young people and also my young people at my church. So we want to keep people and keep these people engaged in the learning process. Whether we're speaking about arithmetic or reading, literacy, and also life too and their interactions with one another also another thought I would share is that parents please be careful and be aware that if we as adults choose not to demonstrate the behavior that we expect from our young people our young people the likelihood of them doing what we are not doing increases and in addition we look as though we're hypocritical and that's exactly what it is I'm not saying that we have to be perfect in regards to not making mistakes but I am saying that we need to be consistent in the expectations that we set 
for our teenagers and our kids. We first must be partakers of that expectation consistently. Moving along, number one, reward them. We keep our teens motivated by rewarding them. And when I use the reward expression, I'm speaking about tangible things, tangible items. When they complete a task, when they do an awesome job with something, when they experience some type of achievement or accolade, we need to reward them. Everybody on the planet, every human wants to be recognized for the greatness that is on the inside of them. Everybody wants to be rewarded for doing what's right or doing good. It's very, very important that we build a consistency with our young people in respect to rewarding them. On our end, it may cost money, but we have to we have to transition into being sacrificial. When I say being, being a part of who we are, being sacrificial for our babies because our Farsight says this is building a habits or character or personalities in our kids for the next generation. It's always generational. It's never just in the moment. It's never nearsighted. We may have a nearsighted perspective collectively. If we collect the, the perceptions, we'll understand that it's for the benefit of our kids, kids, and our kids, 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 reward them. Very, very key. However, I would say that we don't want to, we don't want to manipulate our kids when they do good. They're always looking for something because that that's going to transition into a character flaw. Because I've been, I've been a witness to this type of behavior where kids will participate and people will give them money for participating which incited the disturbance I, I call it because the young people weren't participating because they had answers or wanted to be heard but they were participating because they knew that they were going to get some money in return and I brought light to them and I told them that's manipulation you gotta make sure that you're doing things with the right heart with the right intent with the right motive be careful this is a general statement you have to apply it where it fits specifically in your interactions with your young person next reward them again reward them again when I say or when I give the statement, reward them again, I'm insinuating, I'm conveying, not tangibly, but the intangible rewards. We can use this method to build character in our young people. Prime example I would give you is that being a facilitator, being an educator, being a teacher that has the opportunity to get in the classroom at times, I've learned over a significant period of time 
not to take for granted what my students do that I do. I'm going to be on time to class, but sometimes they won't be on time. I expect for them to be on time, but sometimes when you work with young people from rural areas, areas saturated in poverty, them being on time is an accomplishment to them. And that must be recognized in order to build them up. Me exemplifying this type of strategy is good job. You were on time today. Not in a sarcastic tone, but sincerely acknowledging them for being on time and connecting that to a character attribute of integrity. And I will say to them, good job. You on time. You're punctual today. That lets me know that you're building a strong foundation of being the person of integrity. And I appreciate that for you. I appreciate that because that's going to take you a long way in helping people. Easy, easy stuff. But you have to get out of the mind frame of looking at the, the tangible reward and acknowledging them with intangible praise confirming, affirming, rebuilding, positive character attribute traits. Lastly, teaching them your language. I know in the last podcast we discussed learning their language. Now it's time for us to teach them our language. And language is not defined by verbal. I'm speaking non-verbal as well. We are all educators to a certain degree. When I say educators, educators in the sense of we may not have the credentials or have been to school. However, we all educate through our conversations, through our body language, through our gestures, facial gestures, eye contact, this, that, and the third, as my kids would say. It's important to reflect the language verbally and non-verbally that we want to see from our young people oftentimes when I'm in a classroom setting or facilitating exercise or teaching a lesson I'll I'll inform and educate my students on my non-verbal cues and as an example I may share with them that when I when I put my hand underneath my chin and I gaze off into a whole nother stratosphere that means that I'm waiting on you all to get it together so we can begin the lesson but that has to be explained we can't we can't assume we can assume if we choose to we can assume that they're gonna that they will understand our non-verbal cues but that's too much of a risk and it can equate to tremendous frustration because in our minds we figure in why they're not getting it and the reason why they're not getting it is because we haven't explained to them what they should be getting so explanation is key in addition the verbals that we want from them has to be on point as well if we expect for them to grow Uh, cursing I don't condone cursing because when a young person sees their parent or somebody that they look up to curse immediately in their mind they justify cursing and that's not socially 
accepted behavior from a kingdom perspective or from a paradigm of your true identity if I don't want my young people or children to be hypocritical then it's a must that my character attributes consistently reflect one who has experienced a expression or a taste of his true identity this is Coach Cage I'm signing out for today please if you have any questions feel free to contact me at divorcethepath at gmail.com or you can directly get in touch with us at Divine Works Education and Training at 773-599-1133 we want to reward them with tangibles reward them again with non-verbal or non-tangible to build strong character and then we want to teach them our language by consistently explaining and consistently demonstrating non-verbal cues that are non-threatening but can cue our young people and they can understand the cue and respond to the direction that we want them to take peace and love. Talk with you soon.